following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, a Wednesday road show with our friends from the Van Andel Institute and their purple community. We're inside beautiful DeVos Fieldhouse on the campus of Hope College with our affiliate WHTC. Uh, the yearly purple community games are big on campus connected to Van Andel Institute. They'll happen a week from tonight. Uh, 6 p.m., Hope College women against K College. 7.30 p.m., the Hope men versus College. And again, all the proceeds will benefit cancer and Parkinson's research at Van Andel Institute, world-renowned Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. Tickets are available at the door. Doors open a week from tonight at 5 p.m. Inside this hour, more conversation on the Lions, a regular season finale this weekend against the Vikings and also Michigan and Washington. In the national championship game on Monday night, Wolverines, four-and-a-half-point favorite. I like Michigan in this game. I rewatched some of Washington, Texas, and I think Michigan's going to run the ball a lot. I think Washington will gang up on the run and make J.J. McCarthy beat them because if you watch the film for basically three quarters, right, you're not sure. But then J.J. delivered. Man, those design runs uh, for J.J. are just amazing. Flat out amazing. And they need to do more of them. But I do like the Wolverines to win the national championship coming up on Monday in Houston. We're trying to put together a last-minute trip for the show to go there. I will say that... When I tell people I'm trying to put together a last-minute trip for the show, they're like, no, you're trying to get down there to go to the game. For total transparency, yes, I am. So we're working uh, with a couple of different of our – a couple of different partners. And, you know, we – we're last minute, and the costs are unbelievable. Like, with a couple of marketing partners that I won't name, a suite – Club level suite, which would be like Ford Field, twenty people, seventy thousand dollars, seventy thousand. When I was told that, I said, "Do I get a free BMW with that?" Seventy, and then the airfare. Trying to get Houston is already a busy airport to begin with, and now you get the Michigan fans, you get everybody, Washington fans coming in from the West, but. And I think a lot of Michigan fans, like the Lions fans, I think they travel to these away destinations and they go watch, the, they go tailgate, but they go watch the game in a local bar if they don't have tickets. Or they have the TV right out in the parking lot and they're tailgating and they're watching the game, like Lions fans do. So I, I, the costs are just astronomical. Now, I will say, if 
I was the guy, not in Grand Blank, that hit the Powerball and won $800 million. I'd be chartering a, a 787 loaded with 300 friends and family going to the game. But I, I was doing the numbers here, and it's interesting for the audience. Suite, airfare, hotel prices are just through the roof. The guesstimate on the suite and everything included the cost with our marketing partners and Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network, about $122,000. That's a lot of money. Now, that's what Superfly Hayes makes in a week as the producer of the huge show, but he's in a whole different uh, category. Wow. $120,000. And... If you want just single tickets, decent seats. I'm not talking lower bowl, 40 yards. I'm talking second level. About 3600 per ticket is the average right now. Cheapest ticket in the building at Reliance Stadium is $1,500. Said Ryan Klingler, look at him. From the West Leonard Hart team, assistant coach here at Hope College. Good man telling you businesses you need to donate to the west leonard hard team get an aed in schools at any sports facility in the state ryan uh, unfortunately was there when west leonard passed away at fenville and he's made it a mission with the leonard family who i love and they do annual events but the most important thing they have helped save lives and as i sit here Ironically, and Ryan helps out with Hope College men's basketball. I do think about this room, and I think about the game back for Fenville High School where Ryan's a coach, and this place is full. And Izzo sneaking in the back door, saying hello, and talking to the team about dealing with the grief and the comeback. And I knew he was coming, but he didn't want anybody to announce it till after the fact, right? You could say something, and. Uh, the never forgotten t-shirts right and the 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 twist and fate of life at that time i hadn't met ryan i had talked to him on air i hadn't met the leonard family they were in the stands to my left where i'm at here at devos field house and a little eighth grader by the name of mitchell leonard led the team out mm. So every year around the anniversary of his passing or when I'm getting ready for the West Leonard Hart team fundraiser and golf outing at Diamond Springs down the road in Hamilton, I'll, I'll dig up on YouTube the, I think it's the E60 piece about 14 minutes long where it, it tells the story of that fateful day. And then I think about Mitchell as an eighth grader walking out and I'm here and I got waterworks when the game's starting. I stayed here for the game, start to finish. Didn't know anybody in Fenville, didn't know anybody. Uh, and the place was packed, and it wasn't all Fenville. It was people in West Michigan and across this state, like Izzo, who came here to say that their hearts were heavy with the people of Fenville and the Leonard family. And Gary Leonard is a big, strong man, and he doesn't talk a lot about West, not because he doesn't love them, because it hurts. And I've been there, I think, almost everyone except one of the West Leonard Hart team golf. How many years has it been now, Ryan? Uh, Twelve. Twelve, yeah. I was going to say, I've been to everyone, I think 11 of the 12. And I just admire Ryan Klingler 
who was Wes's high school varsity basketball coach at Fenville, and he's made it his mission in life to try and help other coaches and families that they never have to go through what the Leonards have gone through. And then through all the golf tournaments, there I am golfing with Mitchell, and I see him every year, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, I'm here doing the show, and I see that eighth grader walk out losing his brother and that team and their run and what they had. It's a movie. I'm really surprised his story, and maybe it will someday, and maybe even I'll – I'll, I'll push for that, that it, it should be, with, with Netflix, with Prime, with everything out there, it should be a movie. Because if, if you just Google Wes Leonard, you'll see the, I think it's about a 15-minute piece, and you want to put life in perspective in a hurry, uh, it, it, it happens, man. It is, it is part of it. Ryan, you could be around for a little bit? Uh, yeah, I'll talk to you later. I want to, uh, we got a couple of guests I got to get to, but I do want to uh, talk to you coming up, okay? okay. Yeah, Ryan Klinger. Yeah, I just, I, I'm glad I ran into you. It's weird you walked in, and then I think about DeVos Fieldhouse on the campus of Hope College where they moved the, uh, well, no, it was a district game. Was it? it was a district game. Yeah, it was a district game. And you guys went to the, what, regional final? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'll tell everybody listening, wherever you are in the world, just Google Wes Leonard. Fenville basketball, ESPN story, I think it was, E60, right? It is, it's worth the 13, 12 minutes, whatever the piece is, to give you a a true feeling of the pain, emotion, and also the way a community stepped up. I'm glad you came in, because I'm going to talk to, I know a couple movie producers, Uh, they're moving out of California, they're all moving to like Montana now. That's because of Yellowstone. That has everybody moving to Montana. I think I'm doing the show next year from Montana. I'm going to have a ranch. I'm going to have ranch hands. And I'm going to be just like Kevin Costner. And then I'm going to be out there. Yep. I'll be raising I'm that outdoors type of guy. It's me. It's written all over my future. So, Ryan, we'll talk to you coming up in a few moments, okay? I think Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com is standing by. His private jet just landed coming back from the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. How you doing, Clayton? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I loved your photo when you guys were done writing your stories in the Rose Bowl press box that you had late Monday night, early Michigan time, Tuesday morning, when you had the you know goodbye uh, Rose Bowl photo and the Rose Bowl was empty and it just it what what a beautiful picture, what an unbelievable day. I think it's one of the best college football games. Take away the fact that we're a state of Michigan sports radio network. It was Saban. It was Harbaugh. It's Michigan season where Harbaugh's been suspended twice. You know, it's all the allegations with Connor Stallions. And here the Wolverines are, the overall number one seed. They take care of business. They make plays. They were not handed that game. And now they're a win away from being national champions. Yeah, I mean it was a it was a surreal scene, and and yeah, I posted the photo when we were kind of done working there and about to head back to the hotel, and uh, you look out there and there's you know confetti and rose petals and the the goalposts were taken down, and you just think at, about you know what happened a couple hours earlier, how Michigan and Alabama for a spot in the national title game were in overtime, so it was. It was incredible. Uh, what an environment between the, the Michigan fans, the Alabama fans that were there. Overtime being played right down there in the north end by the 
all the Michigan fans um, and the, the celebration and everything. And really the story that this Michigan team is coming off of making the playoffs the prior two seasons but losing. And then you see J.J. McCarthy kind of saunter out of the tunnel a couple hours after the game as well to kind of look at the same scene that I was just describing. Uh, because he was doing that after they, they lost the last two years, watching the other teams celebrate. And this time everybody was watching him, and, uh, and they're headed to the national championship game. So uh, what an incredible story, 14-0, most wins in Michigan history uh, after everything this team's been through. Some of it self-inflicted, obviously, um, you know, from different people that, that were in the program. Uh, but for them to be in this spot is, is quite remarkable. And to beat Nick Saban, as you said, to do it, I think uh, I mean I think it just means a lot to uh, to Michigan fans out there who are extremely happy this week. I think. And Paul Feinbaum uh, had to do the public Jim Harbaugh out coach Saban. It's not an apology. It's as close as you're going to get from Feinbaum. Uh, but you know, and what was interesting in the back and forth in that game where Michigan. Uh, Alabama looked in control. Michigan looked in control. Alabama looked in control. Michigan looked in control. That Harbaugh and his staff after halftime, I'm like, they made no adjustments. It's a master class right now by Saban. They're owning them. And they found a way. I still go back to Milrose fumble at midfield. Alabama had that feel and look that they were going to go down the field. I'm sitting there at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids, and I'm saying if they go score a touchdown and go up 11, it's game over. Yeah, and there were, well, there were really a couple drives like that. Not, um, I agree with you on that one. And then there was the other drive where they were moving the football, and then they had two bad snaps from their center, who, by the way, was doing that all year. So I guess it wasn't uncharacteristic, but he is – He's terrible at snapping. I saw he entered the, the transfer portal late, but he got them. Uh, he was part of the reason why they were in that fourth and 31 against Auburn and needed the magic from Milrow to Isaiah Bond to win that game. Um, so, you know, both teams kind of made their mistakes. I thought that was a great play by Quentin Johnson to, to knock the ball loose. Um, and, look, I mean, Michigan made plenty of mistakes that I would I would call uncharacteristic. You know, J.J. McCarthy should have thrown a pick. I mean, it was, it was darn near an interception on the first play, and you were kind of like – oh, my gosh, here we go again. Like, you almost couldn't believe it. Um, you know, the special teams mistakes, the muff punt that, that turns into a touchdown with Alabama converting, you know, and cashing in on that. Uh, you know, another muff punt that almost cost Michigan right at the end and, uh, you know, could have been a safety or an Alabama touchdown. But, uh, you know, both teams kind of made their mistakes. It wasn't overly clean until the end when Michigan, uh, which had two first downs and 41 total yards in the first 25 minutes, of the second half, and again, like you said, I thought Saban made some great adjustments, uh, but they, you know, they couldn't move the ball at all until that final drive with 4:39 on the clock. JJ McCarthy uh, picks up a fourth and two to Blake Corum. They get the uh, incredible catch by Roman Wilson, and then the, the play at the goal line for Wilson to score. Michigan, you know, did not play their best 60 minutes of football. I think that's pretty clear, and the fact that they still beat Alabama in a CFP game. Uh, it's pretty remarkable, and, and think of the plays they made down the stretch. So, I mean, you don't have to play your best 60 minutes if you can stay within striking distance and, and finish at the end. I think that's what Michigan did. Um, and really, that's kind of those are the moments we haven't seen Michigan in too much this season. We saw a little bit with late-game stuff against Ohio State. Penn State wasn't really all that tight. Uh, so, you know, if there was one of the questions between the two teams. We knew Alabama was clutch. We knew they could make plays at the end. Michigan hadn't really done it this year because they haven't been tested as much, but they were able to do it in that moment. And credit to J.J. McCarthy and, and those guys for bouncing back from what was kind of an up-and-down game. 
His name is Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So now looking at Washington, Michigan, uh, the minute that was final when Washington held on against Texas, almost gave that game away at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. What do you like about the matchup for Michigan and what concerns you the most? Yeah, I mean, you watch the way Michigan's D-line kind of feasted in this game against Alabama, and I think it's going to be even tougher against a Washington offensive line that won the Joe Moore Award for the best group in the country. Michigan won that award the last two, so I think, you know, we all kind of understand the caliber there of, of O-line. Washington's has been fantastic. They've thrown 522 times this year and had only 11 sacks. You know, obviously a pass-happy attack, a great scheme with three NFL wide receivers. Romo Dunze uh, is, is a fantastic receiver. will probably go in the first round. Uh, and Michael Penix, that quarterback, who, who could have won the Heisman Trophy, you know, probably the best passer in the country. I'd say Jaden Daniels deserved it. But, I mean, Michael Penix, from a passing standpoint, I would say is the best right up there with, with Bo Nix. Um, so Michigan has a huge challenge there. Uh, at the same time, you, you got to feel good about Michigan's chances to, to move the football as well. Um, you know, Washington's been in a lot of close games. They kind of, you know, I, I don't want to say they feel like TCU because I do think this Washington team is a lot better. Um, but, but they were kind of that team that had to sneak through the, the back half of the season there, win some close ones. But they've really impressed and, and been tested this year, twice by Oregon and then again by Texas. Um, so Michigan's got its hands full, and you wouldn't expect anything less than the national championship. I think four and a half as a favorite, at least that's what it was yesterday, is, is fair. But uh, it's another one of those coin flip games. And, uh, you know, Michigan's proven a lot to this point, but you still got one more to go. And uh, one week, uh, now just five days to prepare. Michael Penix Jr. is the best quarterback they've faced all year. Uh, I don't think there's any debate about that. Uh, I think you know, there's no doubt. I, I think by far he's the best quarterback in college football this year. How Jaden Daniels beat him out because of loaded stats, that's not what the Heisman is about. Jaden Daniels didn't beat anybody. Penix, some of his throws, they have five receiving options. And we watch what they've done to Michigan State, right? And again, Michigan State wasn't any good, but I just, uh, I'm worried about Penix. Uh, I think it's going to be, and Texas tried it. And it backfired, and they got down. They were going to try and control the clock, eat some clock. You don't want to try and get in a 59-52 game with Washington. You need to look at that Washington State-Washington tape where Washington did score late to win 24-21. That's the type of number they need a game in the 20s to win. Yeah, I think you would much prefer that if you're Michigan because that means your defense – uh, which has been fantastic and played a, a heck of a game against Alabama and a, a different challenge with Milrose leg. Uh, but that would, that would mean that your defense held up. And, you know, so I think that would be ideal. But at the same time, huge, I mean, this offense, you know, I know they won't be going up against the Alabama defense, which is the good news. But, you know, you still got to be able to keep up if, if you do have to answer some scores, uh, you know, in this game. Because Washington, like you said, can score in a hurry. So, you prefer to play it in the 20s. I think that would favor Michigan. But at the same time, you got to be prepared to uh, move the ball, put touchdowns on the board, and maybe win a game 42-41 or something like that because um, you're just going to need it all to click in this game, uh, I would say. And, uh, you know, you just can't trust that their offense, even if it comes down to the end, isn't going to, to score because Penix is that good. And those receivers are that good. And Kalen DeBoer their head coach, who's been impressive to me since he was at Indiana as the offensive coordinator. I mean, he just designs things so well. So that's a really tough offense to stop. So I think Michigan's offense has to be ready to, uh, you know, maybe it won't be 27-20. They, they still got to find a way to win. 
Amen. Clayton Safe, you can follow everything leading up to Michigan-Washington Monday night for the College Football National Championship in Houston at thewolverine.com in-game, post-game. Everything Michigan at thewolverine.com. Clayton, appreciate the time. Uh, we'll talk soon. Take care. Talk to you soon. All right, Clayton Safey joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. Our road show is in Holland, Michigan, on the campus of Hope College. We're here inside DeVos Fieldhouse. We're a week from tonight. It will be the Purple Community Games that will benefit Van Andel Institute and Cancer and Parkinson's Research. And Dave and Carol Van Andel, longtime partners with the show. Amazing people uh, looking to change the world through education, through research, and also the Purple Games a week from tonight with the Hope Men and Women Against K College out of Kalamazoo will benefit internships for Hope College students at Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. Tickets are available at the door. Doors open at 5 p.m. Later on, we'll talk to the head coach of Hope College men's basketball and get some insight there about where they're at and about the Purple Games and about the team. I have a lot of West Michigan flavor uh, on the Hope College men's side uh, this year. I do have a reminder from our friends at the Ada Indoor Country Club. It's open to the public. You want top-shelf golf simulators. They have the simulator driving range, which takes your photos of your swing. It's a cool place uh, with beverages, food you can have uh, delivered. The Ada Indoor Country Club on Pettis uh, in Ada. It's open to the public. Uh, you can rent it out for a party, for a golf event, anything you want. Just look up Ada Indoor Country Club. Again, open to the public on Facebook. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He's back in downtown Grand Rapids at our flagship station. 96 won the game. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports and our affiliate, The Game. 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. We'll get an update on Michigan State basketball and football. And he'll join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Ah! 
Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy R&B. Ride the pony for a two-step and good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino. Huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Wednesday Road Show is with the Purple Community from Van Andel Institute around the campus of Hope College inside DeVos Fieldhouse. Week from tonight, it's the Purple Community basketball games with the Hope men and women both taking on Kalamazoo College, K-College and Hope. Begins at 6 p.m. a week from tonight. Get your tickets at the door and doors will open up a week from tonight at 5 p.m. and all the money benefits cancer and Parkinson's research at world-renowned Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. Now, earlier this hour, I saw Ryan Klingler walk in, and he helps out Coach Mitchell with Hope Men's basketball. Lives here in Holland. He was the Fenville coach when Wes Leonard tragically died on the court, and it reminded me of being here at DeVos Fieldhouse for the game back, uh, the never-forgotten uh, basketball game with Mitchell Leonard, then an eighth grader, and the Leonard family, and Fenville, and people from all across the country, national media. Uh, it was a night to remember. Uh, and it was right here, just you know, a few feet from where I'm broadcasting. Ryan Klingler at that time was a Fenville head basketball coach, was there when Wes passed away. And since that point, Ryan, along with the Leonard family and other great individuals and businesses, have delivered how many AEDs right now through the West Leonard Heart team? Yeah, we're just around about somewhere in that 550 category of how many AEDs we've donated out uh, through the Heart team. And again, that's that's a special thanks to the, the local businesses and the people that have supported us over the last 12 years. And so my challenge, and I, I say it to the Leonards every year when I'm at Diamond Springs for the annual West Leonard Heart team golf outing and fundraiser, there has to be some big businesses in Michigan who are listening right now who can step up and, and make that AED number bigger. I know you're not doing it for the publicity. It's, it's really from the heart uh, with the Leonard family. With his mom, with his dad, with his relatives who drive up from Kansas every year, and I golf them, and I know everybody by their first name and faces now over the 12 years of that golf tournament. But if, if there is any business owner, 
anybody who wants to donate, the easiest way is West Leonard Heart Team on Facebook to get all the info, right? Yeah, yeah, either yeah, our Facebook, you can, our uh, webpage, westleonardheartteam.org. Uh, reach out to us. Yeah, definitely. You know, we've uh, we've got a waiting list of over probably 80 schools here in Michigan, and uh, we're hoping to make a pretty big donation at our Never Forgotten Game on February 17th. Which I'll be at. We take on Saugatuck every year, yeah, right? Every year, and uh, we always get a great crowd down there and uh, extra support from those two uh, amazing communities. Uh, but we're hoping to that we'll donate hopefully probably between 10 and 20 AEDs at that event. I, I need the, the business owners and the people with some philanthropy-type money who can step up and make things even bigger for the West Leonard Heart Team. Go on Facebook, West Leonard Heart Team. Google it. You'll get the website. Uh, Ryan, because you're helping out Coach Mitchell, who we'll talk to later in the show. I see the huge logo on the Hope College uh, scoreboard. I, I think about being here. Uh, that that was a comeback game when your team made the decision, right? Or and you and the parents. Or? Yeah, you know we were pretty lucky. Uh, uh, the, the districts uh, were supposed to be down, and I think in Bangor, Bloomingdale. And a little bit smaller venue, and uh, we reached out to uh, Tim Schoonville, the athletic director. That Good time. man, does a great job exactly. here. At Hope. Does an yeah. amazing job. Um, obviously, uh, reached out to him. I played here, so did our AD at the time, Tony Peckis, played football here, and uh, Hope was just more than willing to allow us to to move the uh, district games, and so were the other schools uh, that were supposed to host and play. Uh, all agreed to allow the uh, venue to be switched, um, and uh, just you know, it was. It, the first game was an atmosphere that you know uh, you you can't make up and you can't dream and uh, it was, it was a, I think it was a special way to to honor West for for our guys and uh, our community at that time of Fenville and even the other school that the schools that played I think they were they were pleased that they were allowed to play in that and uh, be part of that and uh, yeah it was a, it was a special thing I think our guys and uh, the Leonard's and everybody involved uh, can take notice of. I think about how blessed I am to have felt the raw, pure emotion of that return game for Fenville after the death of Wes and watch Mitchell Leonard, his younger brother, I think eighth grader at the time, right? Walk the team, lead the team out of the locker room and think about where I'm at through the West Leonard hard team golf events and getting to know Mitchell and the Leonards who are just a wonderful family. They're extended family from most of them from Kansas uh, and around Michigan and the good people of Fenville. And I, I didn't know a soul in that place uh, before the tragic death of Wes and how, how they will never let people forget him. That's true. And I, and I think that, you know, I think you hit it on the nail. We talk about their heart because they they don't want anybody else to have to go through what they did, what Fenville did. Um, and that's their their main purpose. And uh, it's uh, they've they're, they're, they're extraordinary people, family. Uh, you know, I'm blessed to be able to be part of the organization uh, of the West Leonard Heart team and uh, continue to try to make a difference in, in what in uh, saving lives. And how cool is it that you work with Coach Mitchell and Hope Men's Basketball and you think about the circle of life when I was here doing the show, you were leading Fenville out of, out of the tunnel and Izzo's unannounced coming in, talking to the team, the national media, the, um, the raw, pure emotion. It was like, it was like a visitation by 4,000 people. Seemed like 40,000. It sounded like 40,000 that night. And then here you are where you played at Hope, 
and then you're back helping Coach Mitchell and the team. It, yeah. Like life has a life has a crazy way of coming back at us, yeah. doesn't you know, it? You, sur- you surround yourself with good people, and those good things come back around. And Amen. Hope College has always been a special place to me. So. All right, Ryan, man, hey. it was so good hey. to see. You. I'm gonna talk hey. to Coach Mitchell and Appreciate some of the it. Hope players coming up. We're live here statewide, 19 stations on the Michigan Sports Network, talking about Hope. The Purple Games happen a week from tonight. Hope will take on K College men and women. 6 p.m. and 7.30. Uh, tickets available at the door, and the doors will open up at 5 p.m. That will be one week from uh, tonight. And also Coach Mitchell, Hope Men's uh, Basketball, uh, joining us. We'll talk to a couple players uh, after uh, our conversation. So uh, here we are, uh, season off to a good start, 8-3 uh, and three on the year, and had that awesome New York trip and back with the Purple Games and beautiful DeVos Field House. So life is good right now for Hope Men's Basketball. Life is great. Um, you know, any chance you get to be at this institution with these unbelievable young men, um, uh, every day is just a blessing. So good time of year for us. We're, we're excited to get the conference season rolling tomorrow and uh, wouldn't, wouldn't want to be doing it with uh, a different group of guys that I'm with right now. Yeah, no season uh, is the same. And I was going to ask you, how, how is this team different? Because every year you kind of get probably personality, play, where teams are different, defined by uh, – they're tough. They're fast. They're quick. They're uh, they they play hard every uh, play up and down the court. Uh, what's your thoughts on this year's team? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, we 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 didn't lose a ton as far as numbers last year, but we lost an All-American. And Evan Thomas had a great career. Hope uh, led us to two championships, and um, we leaned into him quite a bit. But at the same time, he recognized the depth that he had around him. And two of the young men you're going to talk to in a couple of minutes are, are great examples of that. And and I think this year we're probably a little more diverse, a little more collective. Um, I think five guys are average of double figures right now, or close to it. And uh, that's that's a great that's a great uh, ingredient for a coach to have. I'll be completely honest with you. And, and I think on top of that, when you ask who we are. Uh, we're definitely a collective group. I mean, these guys do not care genuinely who gets the credit, who, who scores, who whatever. They just they are on a mission as a group. And I think we, we kind of dove into that mentality the last month and a half of the season last year. And that's really what kind of took us from, I think we were 7-7 seven and seven and finished 29 and, and had a really, really good finish. Um, and we've kind of picked up from where we've left off, in, in my opinion. And it's because these guys just understand that it's – it's the collective we that gets it done, that's for sure. Collective we that gets it done. Coach Mitchell, Hope Men's Basketball 8-3 and three on the season. Two-game uh, winning streak. They'll tip off MIAA play on Thursday uh, at uh, the University of Olivet, and then they'll play at Alma College on Saturday at 3 p.m. Uh, in Alma for our listeners on AM1280. We'll talk to a couple of your players coming up. Coach, I appreciate you. I know you got a lot of busy stuff on and off the court, but thanks for your time here on the HUGE show. You better believe it, HUGE. Appreciate you. All right. Uh, after this network timeout, we'll talk to a couple of uh, Hope basketball players. The Purple Games a week from tonight here at DeVos Fieldhouse with our affiliate WHTC in Holland. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer. I shop there. Get a $15 coupon like I did when you spend $150 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout, start redeeming next week, and get Meyer Spiral Sliced Ham for $0.89 cents per pound with M-Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M-Perks ID limit one, plus potatoes, green beans, rolls, and more. Then save even more with M-Perks with a dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices, big deals, and great quality in store and online at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in downtown GR. We're live here inside beautiful DeVos Fieldhouse with Hope. Men's and women's basketball, the Purple Games, happen one week from tonight against K College. Uh, women at 6, men at 7.30 p.m. and everything benefits cancer and Parkinson's research at Van Andel Institute in downtown GR. So we have a couple of Hope College players who are going to uh, pop in. Uh, Clayton Dykhouse, who is a senior guard from Zeeland East High School, uh, joins us. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, so uh, tell me about the Hope College experience for you on and off the court. Uh, no, this is a, it's a really special place. Uh, I grew up going to games with my family, uh, sitting front row at DeVos, and now to be able to play here uh, for the past few seasons, it's, it's been surreal. And you guys are off to a, a good start. Yeah, no, uh, eight and three going into conference play. Uh, we've had we've had some learning experiences. We've also had some moments where collectively as a group we've looked we've looked really good. So just just excited to get this next half of the season rolling. Well, you're breaking it down right now. I got to watch out all these hope interviews. Everybody, is there a sports broadcasting <laughs> class, Coach Mitchell? Because all the athletes today and the coaches as usual have been uh, wonderful. What what is the the we that Coach Mitchell mentioned earlier? Uh, what what defines the we with Hope Men's Basketball? I mean, I mean Coach Mitch already kind of stated it. Um, 
we're, we're a group that, that only cares about the dude next to you. Uh, I think in every huddle and every timeout, uh, within every game, you know, you're always going to see guys leaning on each other rather than leaning on themselves. And that's what makes this group special. Uh, that's what made what has made the past couple of teams special. I don't know, individually, we've had some really good pieces, but it's always kind of come down to our group effort and how we, we practice, how we live together off, uh, off the floor. Um, I just think it all kind of it shows when we compete together. Clayton Dykehouse out of Zealand East High School, senior guard uh, for Coach Mitchell. They call him the rack because he finishes at the bucket all the time. I'm going I'm to give you a nickname you end up uh, having it the rest of the year. Uh, he's joining us also. Uh, Gabe Quillen, is that uh, how you say it? Uh, Gabe Quillen is out of Grand Rapids Catholic Central on the west side uh, of the state and also a member of Hope College uh, Basketball. Welcome to the Huge Show. Thank you. Yes, sir. That is correct on the name. All right. Uh, Coach Mitchell, uh, why, why you came to Hope and what has that experience been like for you? Um, my high school career, I was kind of a late bloomer. Um, didn't get much uh, looks out, out of high school. Um, my body wasn't really in the best shape. Um, I had too much weight on me. My feet were slow. And then Coach Mitchell came to a couple of my AU tournaments. Um, we talked a lot. We texted. And then I came on my visit during COVID, and no one was on campus, but I kind of fell in love with um, DeVos Fieldhouse and the campus, how beautiful everything was, and just the location of Holland, Michigan. So, and I'll ask, I'll bring uh, Clayton back in a minute, but for you, the whole basketball experience, Coach Mitchell, DeVos Fieldhouse is like a D1 uh, facility, but away from basketball, what's it like here at Hope? I mean, Hope's great. Just the people I've came across, um, whether it be in my dorm or freshman year, like I still have great friends that I met and went on spring break with. Um, the professors, they really care and um care about Hope basketball players, but also just Hope students. Um, if you can make connections with professors um, within sports, but they look out for all students um, from what I've seen. And yeah, everyone here is just very accepting. He's always looking out for you. Yeah, that, my vibe I get is that you're an athlete. You're playing, you know, D3 power and hope. But as a student, they're treated the same as other students, right? Yeah. They're still like mm -hmm. the college experience, but the college sports experience. And it's like two different paths that normally if you go bigger at, you know, we'll say D1, uh, you're really just, it's almost a borderline professional basketball experience, not that student dorm experience, right? Right, right. Another thing, just um, I'm a business major, and when I'm looking um, to make, like, connections and um, look, at, look for jobs and internships, I'm able to talk to Hope alumni, and they are always willing to talk and help out and help you look into what um, career path you're looking for. So that has also been something that's been. Oh yeah, helpful. the Hope uh, alumni network. Uh, when you know people, where you can ring the bell on the stock exchange uh, in New York City, and you guys were on that trip. That all I thought about was somebody knows somebody, mm -hmm. and that somebody knows somebody big. And I think the Hope Forward program, where they're asking people who go to school here and achieve success in life that they'll pay it forward with a scholarship to help somebody that doesn't have the money. That says a lot about the mission of this school. Yep, I agree fully. All right, Gabe Quillen, he's out of Grand Rapids Catholic Center. I do want to bring uh, Clayton Dighouse from 
Zeeland East High School uh, senior guard. He's got his ankles wrapped up. He looks like a cross between Thomas Hearns and Sugar Ray Leonard or Tyson coming into a heavyweight uh, bout. Your experience as a student, uh, if you didn't play basketball at all and you've had a great career for Coach Mitchell here at Hope, but give me the 60-second version of what the Hope experience just as a student has meant. Uh, for Clayton Dykehouse. Yeah, no. Uh, the hope hope experience in the classroom has turned a turned a very average high school student, uh, even early on in my college career, a very average student, uh, into someone who is going into education, uh, who can't wait to give back and and be that difference that I felt here at Hope uh, throughout all the ed department, uh, throughout a lot of the, the advisors I've been fortunate to have. You know, it's been nothing but support, encouragement, uh, and some tough love, but that, that tough love was, was good. All right, Gabe Quillen out of Grand Rapids Catholic Central, senior forward uh, for Hope. We are out of time. Thank you, fellas, for the conversation. Clayton Dykehouse, senior guard from Zeeland East High School. Thanks to Coach Mitch. We do have one hour coming up here as the show is live with our affiliate WHTC in Holland. Want to give a shout-out to Dan Evans and Gary Stevens in the morning on WHTC. The huge interview now being played at 7.55 a.m. and uh, around 11.55 uh, a.m., two times a day now, on our longtime affiliate WHTC in Holland. Now, if you miss any of our conversations, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show.